This is Cultural Quarter of an Hour and I'm Charlotte Foster. Every week we will be exploring the culture of Stoke-on-Trent and the surrounding area. Some weeks I'll be visiting events, other weeks I'll be looking back at our history, but always with an eye on the future. And you'll also hear the stories of the people who make this area just what it is. Culture is all around us. It's in the buildings, it's deep underground, it's in the air, and of course, it's in our blood. Hello and welcome to this week's podcast. I hope you are well. I had great fun uh, getting involved in this week's podcast. Yes, I got my hands dirty. So yes, there is some clay involved. You'll be uh, unsurprised to hear. It's a great little project that's going on at the moment. Uh, This was recorded quite a few weeks ago, but there are still events you can get involved in. Stay all the way through to the end. I'll let you know a little bit more about how you can get involved in these projects at the end of the podcast. My name is Jo Eyre. I'm the resident artist and studio manager for the British Ceramics Biennial. And um, I'm here today to um, launch our project Unbuttoned. It's a project to celebrate um, the 100 years of, uh, since women's uh, had the right to vote. So we've been invited to participate in a nationwide project that celebrates um, the 100 years and it's going to culminate in a big procession on the 10th of June. Um, So we've been invited to make a banner, uh, working with our local community to, to create it. We decided for our banner it had to be ceramic, so it's going to be covered in bone china buttons um, and these individual buttons will all be um, adorned with uh, leaves and flowers um, of the violet flower, with the violet being one of the um, symbols of the suffragettes. So we're working here today with Rita and Jean, who are uh, professional flower makers, have been doing it for many, many years. And um, and then we're having a go to create a violet and then um, place this inside in a button that I'll, will then be fired and then sewn onto the banner. It's going to, I'm imagining what it looks like and I think it's just going to be absolutely stunning. Yeah, I hope so. I think all the intricate detail will be really shown to its to its full full uh, glory and um, we're working with different colours as well, the, the purple, white and green of the, um, the suffragette colours. So it should, should look really great and hopefully stand out from the crowd with it being ceramic. How important was it to reflect the ceramics industry in the banner? really really important um i think there's a fascinating social history connected with women in the in this area the way that women really took over the running of the factory and and have also uh, during the war and also have always played a really big role in the ceramics industry uh, making up so at times more than half of the employees in this in the ceramics industry so i think we should really celebrate what these great women can do and obviously we are celebrating 100 years of suffrage you're also looking for women's stories as well aren't you i certainly am yeah i'd be really thrilled to hear about just people's individual experiences of of how um they've how 
how lives how their lives have changed over the not the course of 100 years but maybe in the last 50 years and also looking forward to how they how they might um, hope that things can move on even further as well um, yeah who are you hoping takes part in this event then tonight um, as many people who are interested as, as we can really and um, yeah we just hope to encourage people throughout the next couple of months as we're making the buttons uh, to pull in as many different people from as many different walks of life as we can people that do have the right to vote and people that perhaps don't have the right to vote at the moment and give them give them some voice as well who's got the task of sewing all these buttons on <laughs> so so the main makers for this um, project will be um, people that who attend the Burslem Jubilee group and we're working with them um, every other week to work on the banner and they have they've assured me they're fantastic sewers and uh, they'll be helping me to sew all the buttons on we've got some help from other artists in the city as well so a textile artist is coming in to help us with that aspect we've got a local blacksmith who's helping us to make the frame as well um, so it's a really good collaboration with lots of people i'm jean gleave and i live at the mere and um, i've worked in the potteries doing flowers since I was about 18. 82 now. <laughs> I'm making leaves, Rita's making the flowers, which are a small violet. Then they're going onto a little desk, which will be sewn onto the banner. Um, I'm hoping to go, there'll be a coach, so I'm hoping to go, as long as I've got somebody to go with. Um, I love flower making. And I've worked for Spode for about two years now. The first time I heard was on the radio that they wanted flower makers and they wanted a, a flower army to do forget-me-nots for the First World War for all the Staffordshire soldiers that had died. So we did like thousands and thousands of forget-me-nots between nine of us. And it's lovely to still be doing them now after all these years of being retired because I worked doing flowers at home when the children were growing up. And then when I was 50, they were start, stopped. The pot banks closed down and the home flow making went. So then I trained to be a hairdresser. And That's a contrast. Yeah, big contrast. But I'd always loved doing hair. They all look very delicate and it looks like some something that someone who's got big chunky sausage fingers like myself. It looks like I might struggle. Well, Can anybody do it? My hands are not small. But um, I just took to it straight away because I, I first went to do painting and then they said, we haven't got enough painting for you. Would you learn how to make? And it's a six-month learning curve, supposedly. But I picked it up so quickly. I was doing them quite, you know, in a short time. But I must have loved it even then, yeah. And here you are. Hopefully, look at this. A very young girl sitting next yeah, to you. She's made one, Luke. Fantastic. Do you think that this is a dying art form? Yes. Yeah, and it would be lovely to see it come back again. Uh, but it's getting someone to be able to teach someone else. So, Miles, what are you doing here this evening? Um, we're making flowers and petals and leaves and it's for the, they're going to go to be fired and they're going to go down to London for the suffragettes. 
how how have you found making the, the flowers and the leaves? Has it been difficult or easy? Medium, because when I first started, I didn't get it, but now um, I get it really well. Would you mind describing what it looks like for me then, please? It's got one, two small leaves, one leaf and um, a flower, that looks like. And how you had to make it was you had to get the clay, you had to roll it into a sausage and then you would make five petals and you would stick it and then you would roll it out and then you would cut it with like this cutter but it wasn't sharp. Well I think that's a beautiful button there and uh, lots of other people have been making them as well haven't they? Has it been fun? Yeah. Are you going to make another one? Yeah. Go on then let's go. I'm Rita Floyd and I'm a flower maker. I'm going to be terribly rude and ask you how long you've been making flowers for. Um, it'll be 47 year, 46 years this year. Does it get easier? Because it looks terribly tricky. It's easy for me because I've been doing it so long. Um, I've been doing flowers since I was 15. So it is easy for me. As, as anybody who's done a job for a long time, it just comes e- becomes so easy. It's almost like second nature now. I was asking Jean if she could do the, uh, the flowers of her eyes shut. Do you reckon you could? I have, actually. I, 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 I um, put a blindfold on once because I was doing a workshop with some visually impaired people. And I, I know I could never, ever understand how they feel, but I just thought if I can try... And I made it an enemy. And it was okay, actually. So I think I could, yes. <laughs> the art of flower making, how important is it that we keep it alive? I think it's very important because it's a sen- it gives you a sense of identity, where you come from. and It's like a sense of belonging, and I think it's very important for the young people of Stoke-on-Trent to be proud of where they were born, um, of the heritage of the, the parents, the grandparents, great-grandparents. And I think it's so important where you, where you live to have that sense of identity. If we lose it, it would be a sad day. And this evening we've got all ages in. How does that make you feel? Oh, it's brilliant. It's, we're having some fun. I've set them all on. They're all starting on Monday. I've given the job. <laughs> no, we're having real, real good fun. It, it's, it's a lovely atmosphere. Yes, it's, it's really good. And to have the violets, to have the flowers on that banner that's going to London to sort of represent Stoke-on-Trent, how important is it to you? Oh, again, very important because it, it's, it's um, making it that other people from other areas can see for just a little while, you know, how wonderful Stoke-on-Trent is and how skilled the people are. And, and the heritage that we've got and it's also for such a wonderful thing the suffragette movement you can't really get any better than that I don't think because it was it was a women's industry really um, for years and years so really I think it's it's fantastic really well I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did it's just brilliant being able to hear people like Jean people like Rita who are telling me stories about a world I didn't know and I'm sure there's plenty of us who can learn from them and the dying art of flower making something needs to be done to get that sorted out doesn't it we need to get some um, lessons going I can't do it for toffee and uh, you'll see on Facebook I'll put a picture up of my efforts it's um 
It's going to hopefully go on the banner, but I hope they put it right at the back so no one can see it. If you want to have a go at making your own little button to go on the banner, there are there is one more event that I know of definitely happening in May. If you go on to, if you just type in unbuttoned in um, unbuttoned BCB into Google, that's what I did, and you can find out more about that on online. I hope you, if you want to get along, you manage to go. Um, and I hope you enjoyed the podcast. As always, get in touch with me, Facebook, Cultural Quarter of an Hour, Twitter at CQH Pod, and you can go on the website www.cqhpod.co.uk and of course come back for more podcasts every Wednesday. <laughs>